This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September 20th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. One solution regularly offered to curb illegal immigration is the federal government's E-Verify system. The Tea Partiers are beginning to realize just what an encroachment on freedom the program represents. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts. Conservatives often point to uh, illegal immigration as a problem, as a solution they typically offer, making employers responsible for determining whether or not certain workers are legal. That's right. In the 1986 Immigration Reform, actually, we started down this path with the creation of a new system whereby employers would have to check the paperwork of, of people they were newly hiring the forms that the I-9 forms that people fill out and that employers are pretty well used to at this point. That didn't have much effect on illegal immigration. And so a, a program called Basic Pilot got its start in 1996, a decade later. The idea behind Basic Pilot was that some employers would call the federal government and check and see if the documentation worked out, if it fit with the information in government databases. A few years ago, under the Bush administration, Basic Pilot was renamed E-Verify, and it's been moved to an online system where employers who are in the program uh, submit new employees' information to the Social Security Administration and to DHS, in the case of uh, 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 immigrants, to see if the information that they've given matches up with what's in the database. This has been treated as the sort of one-stop solution for illegal immigration. And in fact, conservatives, yes, and some Tea Partiers, especially early on, uh, were big supporters of E-Verify. It makes some sense because uh, the federal government has a role in immigration control and controlling the borders uh, because it seems like a system like this would, would help with that and because uh, we want the rule of law. Everybody, I think, wants the rule of law in the immigration environment, just like every place else. But it appears to be uh, more and more likely that Tea Partiers and and conservatives are recognizing that E-Verify is like other federal government programs. Big, misdirected, intrusive, has lots of costs uh, compared to the benefit that you would get from it, uh, which is reduced by attacks on the E-Verify system, counterattacks in terms of identity fraud and, and other things. So... The story's yet to be told. Now, if you return to the Constitution, that is the thing that Tea Partiers are supposed to be uh, adherents to, uh, whether or not you are able to accept a job and work in the United States uh, should definitely be subject to some sort of due process. And it's not clear that E-Verify as a system provides the due process to allow you to earn an honest living. A great point and a great question, but let's go to the very beginning, which is which is the constitutional authority to have E-Verify in the first place. Again, as I said, there is, there is authority, I think, for the federal government to control the nation's borders. But then go to the necessary and proper clause, which correctly read is a limitation on federal government authority to things that are necessary and that are proper. There's a proportionality to it. Do we, in the name of controlling our borders and controlling immigration create a system whereby every worker has to be identified by the federal government, whereby uh, the federal government essentially gets a, a, a yay or nay 
on every person's employment in the United States. That's far out of proportion to what makes sense, what uh, makes logical or, or casual sense for uh, uh, controlling immigration. The way to do it is at the border. Uh, the way to do the way to create rule of law in the immigration environment is actually to align the law with people's needs on both sides of the border. In the United States, we have we do have a need for workers at the low end of the skill spectrum, as Dan Griswold makes the case so so eloquently so often. And the the law is out of sync with the people, and that's the attack on the rule of law. People aren't following the rule of law uh, because the law is wrong. And, not, and it shouldn't be that we create a national ID system and all kinds of intrusive business regulations in order to get people to obey essentially an unjust law. You, you raise the question of due process in the E-Verify system, which is very important as well. Uh, this is a system that can deny you employment. And if there are not robust features within the system to allow people to contest quickly and easily adverse employment decisions, uh, this is very damaging to people's well, well-being and livelihood, obviously. And there needs to be thorough and um, near-perfect appeals processes in E-Verify. Those have been very late in coming. And at this point still, I think, there isn't satisfactory appeals in E-Verify. Its effects fall mostly on the poor and undereducated, the people who we would most likely to see move into employment and move up the socioeconomic ladder. E-Verify is another barrier, another uh, rung in the ladder knocked out for them if they're spit out by the system as a, someone who's not qualified to work in the United States. We may be coming to a resolution in the in the question of E-Verify and national ID. For a long time, it seemed that many conservatives, many Tea Partiers, held in their minds uh, two concepts that can't actually live together. They wanted to have E-Verify to exclude illegal immigrants, and they did, did not want to have a national ID in this country. Uh, I think the recognition is starting to dawn on many people that E-Verify requires a national ID. If you're going to administer a personal right at a national scale, you have to know who everybody is. So the idea of, of having E-Verify requires a national ID. People are recognizing not only that, but the intrusiveness of it and the cost, and they're starting to say no. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more on E-Verify at our website, cato.org.